Angie for breakfast. Angie's a scrappy backpacker from way back. Scrimping on the small stuff to save for the big adventures. Pablo, well, he's a tight ass. But who will be Triple M's biggest scab? So cheap. So what have you got for me, Pablo, this week? What am I looking for? Well, I thought uh, this Queen Jubilee thing. Haven't watched a second of it, <laughs> but I know it's a big deal, right? This Queen Jubilee thing. <laughs> Well, the one that wasn't just this weekend, the one the weekend before. <laughs> Hard-hitting news. Get your facts first. <laughs> We're in WA. They call us wait a while for a reason. Just a little little bit behind. <laughs> but I don't know the, much of the details about it, but I've sort of cottoned on that we're celebrating the fact that she's done something for a long time. That's been the Queen, right? She's, she's had this position for a long time. It's tough. And I'm thinking... Is there anyone out there who has had as long a job as the Queen has? Do you know how long the Queen's had the job for? <laughs> Since she was born. <laughs> All right, so Pablo clearly well, I doesn't... I the crown, but I don't, can't quite remember. <laughs> Pablo clearly, clearly has no idea what he's talking about this morning. It's very Monday, isn't it? All right, the Queen went platinum. Uh, that is the official term for when you've been a, a reigning monarch for 70 years. Wow, Basically, okay. no one's really done that before. So, you know, good on the Queen. She's had an excellent inning. She has had one job for a very, very, very long time. So what's your actual challenge, Pablo? So, the oh, 75 years, wow. No, no just 70. Oh, 70. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, is there anyone that's been working as long as that in the one job? Oh, God. Is there any... So, how... Let me try that again. Who is the person in the Southwest that has had their job the longest and can they match the Queen? Is that right? Yeah. Is that what you want? That's what I want. Oh, I'm wrapping this chat up. This has been disastrous (laughs) from the get-go. I finally got the challenge out of you. Get out of here, Pablo. If how long have you worked your job? One triple three five three. I that's think that's word. my challenge this week. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Speaking is my goodbye, skill. Pablo. Goodbye. The challenge was set, and then the phone lines went off. This is Neil talking about his crew in Nanup. Hey, listen, you talk about workers. Um, I, as you know, I work in the Nanup timber mill. Yeah. I've been, I've been here forty-seven years. <gasps> um, my brother's been here over fifty. I've got it. There's another guy who's also been over um, over 50 years, and they're still going. Um, there's another guy out in the yard. He's been there for probably 49 years. And right there, we've set the bar extremely high. 50 years doing one job from the crew at the Nanup Timber Mill. Incredible stuff. And there were so many other worthy people who've been doing their job for ages that when it came to wrap up the week, Pablo and I had to spill our tour break into two. We had um, a, a few nominations for around that 42-year mark, Ooh, wow. which is big. Um, Tom, Charles and Frank all at DBCA. They've been doing that for a very long time. But that couldn't pip the mill workers. So at the moment, I'm looking at those guys and being like, cool, this is it. This is these guys. Until I got a phone call from 
George. Yeah, he was born in Bustleton, like before it became a town, when it was a farm, and he still works at his company, Rob's Printing. Oh my God, that's incredible. I know, he comes and visits me every day at Northside Kari Store, or every week. Um, he's the funniest man, but yeah, he's still working actively at his printing place. The hot lead was Rob at Rob's Printing. Off I went to Bustleton to get the whole story. What an incredible story it was. So I'm here. I've done it. I have successfully found an acceptable finish to this week's challenge. It's Rob Griffo Griffin of Rob's Printing. Griffiths. 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 Welsh. Griffiths. Say sharp, mind as sharp as a steel trap. He's here. He's been doing this job for a very long time. But let's go back, 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 Rob, and see what it was like, you know, being born in Bustleton, as George told me, before Bustleton was even a town. Well, not really. It wasn't quite that bad. (laughs) But I was, my parents were group settlers that moved here from Noangarup and Brookton, 1926. And I was born in 1938. I was four days old when the doctor, Dr W.P. Yates, got to our farm and said to my mum, whose name was Agnes, Agnes, that baby's not going to live. When it dies, find a nice plot on the farm and bury it. And here we are, nearly 84 years later, proven and wrong day after day. That's right. And I came to school as the skinniest, miserablest, crying sook you'd ever seen in your life. All the kids picked on me. If you trot on a rusty nail, the police are looking for you. They're coming to get you. And I'd be bawling and crying. And mum took me to the doctor, Dr W.P. Yates, with a dose of ringworms in my head. And Yates was away. And this little smart intern came out. Let's look down this boy's throat, Mrs Griffiths. And he did. And he said, it was quarter to 11 on a Thursday. And he said, this boy is poisoned with his tonsils and his adenoids. Get him to the hospital now. That was quarter to 11. At two o'clock, I'd been put into hospital and had him pulled out. And that was the famous Dr Kevin Cullen. From there, I went to... Suddenly, I became big and strong and miserable. And I belted every kid that picked me at school, belted. I finished up the school bully by the time I was 11. I was a school bully. Well, we don't condone bullying anymore, but geez, I mean, you've got to give it as good as you get it, right? And it sounds like you copped it. So we'll fast forward now, and now you're you're 14. Um, your mum is doing the best she can. You need to make some money. What's the plan? Well, the first plan of making some money was to go to old Claude Rendell's block, which was in Adelaide Street. He had four cows. He used to hand milk them and put the drum out on the front veranda and people would go and scoop out a pint with threepence. And I was offered the job of sweeping the cow poo out of the shed. That was worth threepence. I left there and went down to Claude Smith, who was a butcher before Walsh's, and he used to spin the, the sharpening wheel, and that was worth threepence. And I used to go from there to Killaby's Hardware and fill beer bottles full of kerosene because everyone had hurricane lanterns those days and that was worth threepence. From there, because the shops were open all day on Saturday in Bustleton, I used to sell daily news and used to get threepence a dozen and I used to get a little bit more than that and the owner of ex Callow's shop was Stuart Blue came to ask me why I was the only one that helped unload the papers and I laughed and I told him, 
What you don't know, Stuart, is that on the front seat of that ute was a daily news and that went straight up my jumper. Every other kid got threepence a dozen, I got sixpence and that was the first paper I saw. <laughs> so we've done a lot of odd jobs and how did you end up settling on doing a printing paper, printing apprenticeship? I'd won a, won a nursery, I'd, I won a bursary to be a forest officer at Capel, uh, not Ludlow rather, and I hated it, just hated it. And my mum would only let me leave if I could find an apprenticeship and I went everywhere. Fortunately, Robin Hastwell, that was Mr Hastwell's owner of the Southwest News, his daughter and I held hands. Suddenly he had an ad for a news for an apprentice. So I went to sell him on a see him on a Saturday afternoon, half past one, he looked at me and he said, I know you well enough. You can have the job. Will you start in fortnight's time? I said, Oh no. He said, You want more time? I said, No, I'll start Monday morning. Walked into that place and I loved it from day one. Beautiful place. Beautiful people, and you learn how to live. Now, here we are, um, some what I have calculated to be 54 years in this job. You've got an incredible business. You seem to be the printing man, not just about town, but about the whole southern quarter of this whole state, roaming from Manjimup to Northam to Katanning. Everybody knows you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and as far as work we did last two months ago was for some people in Onslow. Oh, that's north north. Onslow. <laughs> well, congratulations. As far as I can ascertain, you are the person in the southwest living here that has done their job for the longest amount of time. So basically it goes the Queen and then you Rob. I would think so. <laughs> I would think so. Oh, no. We've had a great time. We really have. And the art of all things, I tell people, the art of selling is not selling. The art is being there and being nice to people. Simple as that. Oh, are you telling me the secret to life is being a genuine human being? Yeah, absolutely. That's all you've got to do. Triple M's biggest scab once again delivering the goods that money can't buy, and that's gold stories from the Southwest. Thanks for being along with the ride. And if you've ever got a good idea for a scab challenge for Pablo and myself, love to hear from you. You can hit us up on Triple M Southwest on Facebook or Instagram. Angie for breakfast.